Ali and Mira. Weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Hey, it's Holly. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. We're going to teach you how to be friendlier on the podcast today. Ironically, I, Holly, I'm going to teach you how to be friendlier. Plus, the best news ever. You won't believe what is good for you. First, to get things going, do you want to raise... Do you want more money? You deserve more money. We'll tell you how to get it. It's all about using the three P's. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Do you want to get a raise? Could you use some more money? Are you worth more money than you're getting at work? Perfect. I'm going to teach you how to get a raise. And it is all about the three P's. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I'd like to see you wiggle. Okay. For sure. The three P's, which stand for? Prepare, prepare, prepare. That's right. All three of them stand for All prepare? three. Seriously, according to a professional organizer who's huge on TikTok, okay, this guy says the only way to get a raise is you have to be beyond prepared before you go into the meeting with your boss and literally be ready for everything that they can throw at you to get more money. Okay. Wow. This is this is good to know because really that's like only one P. You just need to remember it and like overdo it is essentially what he's saying. Way overdo it. He says he says be prepared to show them what your value is and how your value is more than what they're paying you. Okay. He says be prepared to negotiate. Be prepared for your boss to say no to the raise and mm-hmm. then be prepared for what to say when he's like no. Okay. Now what? Cuz you got to let's keep going here. You got to be prepared to listen to them. You got to be prepared to change their mind. You have to be prepared. It seems like a lot of work for to, I mean the race is definitely worth it. Right. Uh, hopefully and yes, we could all use one cuz times are really difficult but Oh my god. You yeah, it is. It's like a thing and I imagine that going in there the boss is going to be very just the answer is no. It doesn't matter. How, and I, maybe I'm defeated already because mm. I think that way. Yeah. That the bo- whatever I say, the boss is just going to keep saying no. But I, I, maybe I'm just not prepared enough. I find that very nerve-wracking. Like, I, I don't really like confrontation at all. And to me, that feels like that would be a pretty big, like, confrontation. And I also get really nervous. I get, like, hives when I get really yeah. nervous on, like, my neck. And, like, <laughs> I start getting, like, really red and sweaty. So I don't handle those situations well. But I have you ever asked for a raise? Have you ever gone into your boss's office and actually asked for a raise? Yes, I have. And? Yes, I have. Uh, this is what I feel like the most common answer is in those situations is we'll look at it in six months or we'll look at it coming up or we're doing wage reviews at the end of fiscal or quarter or whatever the boss language Mm. is but it's one of those it's not a no it's just uh not right now we'll look at it coming up did they look at it did you get a raise no 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 it's like like, like didn't hear anything after in some cases they have said oh yeah it's just not in the budget you Mm. know so we need it if you if you had wanted a raise, we would have needed to know six months earlier so that we could budget for it, mm. to which I would respond, well, th- yes, everybody wants a raise, right. but you're essentially you're only giving it to the people that you budget it for. Uh, and then other times it's just, you know, yeah, you never hear back and they hope that it just kind of goes away. That's so crazy. I've had both. Yeah. I had a really weird experience. It like went totally opposite. Like I... My very first job in radio, I I was like, I'm owed more money. Uh, like I am, I'm definitely my value yes. is worth more. Whatever. So I go into my boss's office and I did it. I got fully prepared. I was prepared. I had the papers. I had some notes. I looked. I had what was holding a pen. Like I really looked like. <laughs> I mean business. And I came in and I sat down and I came in with like this aggro tone. Like, hey, 
Like I'm here. Right. I am a woman, and I deserve this. And like I, I actually did deserve everything I was asking for. And he was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, what? Like I was prepared to like die on the battlefield. And he's like, sure. You want it? You got it. You want it? You got it. We we don't want you to go anywhere. I was like, okay. See, that's a lesson too. <laughs> okay. I think is that we should we should you know you don't get it if you don't ask. Yeah. Right. You should be. You asking. know what I thought though? I should ask for more. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Are you ready for the best news maybe ever? Like, this is going to make your day, your week, your month, possibly your year slash your life, okay? Yesterday was National Lazy Day, okay? And I was, like, too lazy to even mention it. <laughs> but here we are. Very in character. Like yeah, yes. But guess what is scientifically really good for you? Being lazy. Today I don't feel like doing anything. Yes. I just want Being lazy has amazing health benefits. Like you forget to pay all your bills and stuff? Amazing health benefits. <laughs> and Where then you get kids? stressed. How many kids do I have? Where are they? <laughs> no, there are actual health benefits to being lazy. And this just made me so happy because I feel like right now everybody is trying to do way too much all the time. We're all way too busy. Nobody's sleeping. We're all super stressed out. And do you feel guilty for not doing enough? Yes. I always feel guilty for not doing enough. As soon as I sit down to do nothing, even for like 20 minutes, I'm like, I could be doing stuff. Mm -hmm. That's so screwed up. Lazy people, you are living your best life and we should be more like you. Lazy people are well-rested, number one. And you Google, how good is it to get sleep? It's unbelievable the health benefits of actually clocking like seven to nine hours a night. What a dream, hey? What a dream. There's all these benefits. I mean, less stress, sharper memory greater attention span, longer life. And lazy people have it all because they sleep a lot. <laughs> Being lazy also allows your body to rejuvenate, to restore balance, to get energy again, to rest. It's so good. And lazy people are way less likely to experience burnout in their life. Which is something that I think, again, everyone is going through, right? It's like trending online right now. Burnout. burnout. It's so bad. Because we're all just like too busy and too stressed out. There's like this thing out there that we've rewarded people like working themselves to the bone oh my and God. to this point of like stress and heart attack and stuff. We need to reward people for being lazy. Yes. Yes, we do. There should be <laughs> awards like congratulations. You're still in your pajamas. It's 6 p.m. <laughs> I saw a lady a couple days ago in her pajamas at the grocery store and a lot of people would frown upon that. I wanted to give her like a round of applause. I was like, good for you, lady. You're in your, like, cat in the hat, PJ bottoms, <laughs> flannel. It's summer. You clearly haven't had a shower. It's, like, late in the day. Like, Living her best life. You. Let's reframe this. Living her best life and we'll live forever. Good job. Holly and Nira. And now, Biz with Nira. Nira's off. I'm Holly filling in. No woman has ever done what Beyonce just did. All hail Queen B. That is today's top biz story. part of Beyonce right now, apparently. Beyonce is not only the first female album, uh, the first female to have a number one album since Adele did almost a year ago, but Beyonce is also the first woman to ever have every single solo album of hers go to number one on the Billboard charts. I almost think that 
as as good and as amazing as we think she is, I still think we don't rate her high enough. Like she like she's as good as Michael Jackson. She's mm-hmm. like that big and important of an artist in our time. And mm-hmm. we like she's not included in those conversations and she should be. And she's so know? next level. Like she doesn't just come out with a new album. It's like a whole new look. A whole like reinvented everything. Yeah. Like it's wild. She has seven solo albums, including her latest Renaissance. They've all gone to number one. Everyone is wondering about a Beyonce tour. Will it happen for 2023? She hasn't hinted or said anything yet. And it might be because, according to Beyonce herself, Renaissance, her latest album, is part one of a three-part project. Ooh, this is intriguing. I love, like, this is exactly what you're saying. It's something right? bigger, more, mm-hmm. not just the normal, hey, here's an album. Totally. So, but we don't know what these three parts of this project are. I mean, we know Renaissance, the album. Okay, there's one part. What are the other two pieces? They could be a clothing collaboration. Maybe she's going to be in a movie. Maybe. I mean, shapewear is really big. Maybe she's going to have yeah. some beehive, behave. <laughs> oh, my God, there's the name. Behave. I like that. Shapewear. Beyonce, I'll take 10%. Thank you so much. <laughs> Olivia Wilde has won the first custody battle against her ex, Jason Sudeikis. A.K.A. Ted Lasso. Great show. If you haven't watched it, do it. He just filmed season three of the show. So good. But it's kind of sad. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis seemed like this perfect little couple. They have two kids and then they split up and their split was going okay until all the custody stuff around the kids started to really get into play. Their little guys are eight and five years old. Jason lives in New York. He's a New Yorker through and through. He wants to stay in New York uh, and he wanted his kids to stay in New York with him. Olivia Wilde is from California. She wants to live in LA part-time and London, England part-time to be with her boyfriend, Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. So they've now gone to court over who should get the kids, where should the kids live. Olivia Wilde did win the first case yesterday. The courts decided that the children's home state is California, which means they will not be going to school or living with Jason Sudeikis full-time in New York at all. Okay, that's hard. That's hard. You know what? It may have gone better had Jason Sudeikis not served Olivia Wilde papers the way he did. He served Olivia Wilde papers while she was on stage promoting her new movie at CinemaCon. Oof. Like literally looked beautiful on stage talking away and they handed her a folder. She was like, oh, what's this? An envelope. Opened it on stage and was like, oh my God, I just got served papers. Right. So it wasn't him that did it though, right? It no. was like it was a it was a it was uh, his people, his lawyer yeah, people. His lawyers. But still, you know, that feels pretty low class. Yeah, she's like, I think he was trying to publicly embarrass me. And he's like, no, no, I just didn't want to serve you court papers at home when the kids were there and Harry Styles is there and stuff like, yeah, yeah. you know. Still, that sucks. It sucks when it goes that way. Do you think Jason Sudeikis calls Harry Styles Harry Styles? Because I can't just call him Harry. Right. You know, he's one of those people. He's a first and last namer to me. Yeah, I think that. I also would (laughs) imagine that Jason Sudeikis is probably pretty bitter. So I I wonder if he even calls him Harry. he's He's got a couple other nicknames. That guy. Yeah, that young, hotter version. How dare you? (laughs) And if you're as obsessed with Carrie Underwood's legs as I am, I have some really good news, guys. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. We can now all look like Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood's workouts, her sculpted leg workouts, are now available on her Fit 52 app. Oh, my God. And she's adjusted them for all fitness levels, Scott. (laughs) Fantastic. So there you go. Do you know that Carrie Underwood has her legs insured? 
Really? Her legs and her vocal cords. Oh she has them insured. And there is no for sure, but the rumor is, and I love this rumor, that her legs are insured for a billion dollars. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen, uh, her legs are unbelievable. When I think of her, that's not what I think of, her legs. Okay. But I you feel need like to I need to spend do some the Googling. rest of the day Google image Carrie Underwood's legs. See you in six hours. It's amazing. I'm Holly and that's the biz. You're waking up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you want to learn to be friendlier? Ironically, I, Holly, I'm going to teach you to be friendlier. Our producer, Scott, is here. Um, Scott, you're a very friendly guy. You think so? Okay. Yeah, that's nice to hear. I, yes. I think so. Yeah, I'm the opposite. But we can learn, you know? you got a friend in me. Okay. you got a friend Yeah, before you get friends, you got to learn to be friendly. Yes. Okay? A body language expert says the most simple thing you can do to come across as friendlier is uncross your arms. Scott just uncrossed his arms. It's That's an interesting one because I feel like it's a comfortable way to stand, but you sure notice when other people have their arms crossed, right? It looks really defensive. Oh, dude, I'm such a natural arm crosser. When I'm standing, when I'm talking, when I'm thinking, when I'm looking, like all the time. If I could cross my arms and drive, Damn it, I would do it. I, no, I don't, but I, Safe. Yes. I'm such an arm crosser, but I'm like an arm crosser and a lean back, like Ooh, a little yeah, bit yeah. like, okay, and I'm not doing it as like attitude spice, but like I get called out all the time. It definitely, yeah, I notice, I haven't noticed you doing it, mm. partially because of the way we sit, like I see kind of your shoulders up, Yeah. but uh, my like when I notice my wife doing it, I'm mm-hmm. like, are you are you mad? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, and I'm like, well, you look you look mad, but that it's just because of the arms crossed. And like people who read energies and stuff, they say as soon as you cross your arms, you're cutting off your energy yeah. from other people, and other people are cut off by you, like you're just like shutting it down, like my arms are crossed. It's like a shield, it's like you're putting up a block in front of you, yeah. I have like, <laughs> I have like the back of a 90 year old this is true like I have crazy constant horrible back problems and I go to the physio and I'm like I'm like oh my back's kind of sore I'm gonna go back to physio for a bit and I go in and he's like okay well let's see your posture stand for me and like it's arms crossed lean back like fully leaning on one leg like full attitude pose and he's like you wonder why your back is screwed up like your posture is so bad but they say just by uncrossing your arms you right away are perceived as friendlier you're more approachable you look more trustworthy they said it's such a simple little thing the other weird tip they said was so uncross your arms to be friendlier um, smile more blah that's boring and I don't know why they say keep your hands visible especially your palms huh like, to like show that you're not holding like a like a shiv or something, like a weapon. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know that you're open to high fives. Like, sure, hello. I mean that it kind of feels like the arm crossing thing. I do that because I feel like having my hands in my pockets seems kind of lazy. Yeah, you know. But I am that guy who like I don't know what to do with my hands. You right. Know? And yeah, so yeah. I cross my arms or whatever. But to just now, it's like stand there and expose your palms. It's funny you mentioned the hands in the pockets. I kind of feel that is the same thing. Like it's kind of like not dis. Dismissive, but almost like I don't. I'm not gonna. Yeah, my hands are busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so doing something. I'm yeah, t- I'm doing something. Okay, careful now. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Okay, there's a new life goal. Just get to know them. 
and you'll be really happy. This is according to Amanda Seyfried. You know her from Les Mis, Mamma Mia, but of course, from Mean Girls. What? He's a good kisser. He's your cousin. Yeah, but he's my first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. Amanda Seyfried says, here's the key to being happy. Here's your new life goal. Just get to know yourself uh, and you'll be happy. Hey, it's Holly. Thank- oh, gosh, that's not it. And you'll be happy. This is what she says. Amanda Seyfried says she's done all the therapy you can do. And she says she's finally very happy in her life. And the key, she says you have to get to know who the F you are first. Okay. Quote. She used that, who the, who the F yes. specifically. Okay. She's she like, sounds, I know who yeah. the F I am. Yeah. And now I can truly be happy. I do think that's good advice. To it's, thine own self be true. It is good advice. It's one of those pieces of advice, though, that you're like, I don't want to hear it. Because to get there is, it's not simple. <sighs> like she said, it took her every therapy that there is to get there, right? Right. So. Years. Of therapy. And she's like, I finally know who I am. But it sounds like it's worth it. It t- Oh, for sure it would be worth it. It's just to get there. Yeah. To get there. But I mean, if it could bring you happiness. And it makes total sense. It's like that whole airplane analogy. You got to put your own mask on first. Mm, then yeah, you yeah. got to help other people around you. You got to know who you are. Because lots of the times people are like, what do you want in life? You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually don't even know what I want. Right. Like a simple question. Yes. Like, what do you like? You're like, hold on. But I, I haven't thought about that in a while. Right. Because oftentimes we don't make decisions and life just happens anyway. And so mm-hmm. we feel like, oh, whatever. I'm fine. I'm doing fine, which you are. But you could be, do- you could be happier. You could be doing better mm-hmm. if you were taking control, like she's saying. And I think a lot of people think they know themselves and they don't really know who they are. Mm, and, yeah. if you, and if you've done therapy, you know. And you, and you learn who you are. And like you learn that you're not the only person who thinks that way or feels that way. That always makes me feel better in therapy when I'm like, okay, I'm going to admit something to my therapist. I think I, this is going to make me sound really screwed up. And I say it and she's like, oh, that's called this. Yeah. Here's a book on it. You're like, right. what? <laughs> okay. Like, we're all screwed up. Right. There's a group. There's a group for you. There's a group for me, and we're all trying to figure out who we are. It's a nice feeling, hey? What, being screwed up? Yeah, and knowing that there's people like you who are also screwed up. Yes. Yes, it is. nice. Yeah, normal is boring, guys. Holly and Nira. iHeartRadio is your source for all your favorite content. Wake up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.